She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Hi guys, welcome back to a brand new episode, brand new Monday Love Punch on the She Loves Herself podcast with me, your host, Jill Ritchie. Got my phone up here, it's 11.11. I don't know if you're watching this, you can see it's just flipped to 11.12, but it was 11.11, which is always... A lovely little nod, I believe, from our angels. And I also saw this morning when I woke up without my alarm, 4.44. Yeah, 4.44 a.m. I woke up this morning without an alarm. And I woke up this morning feeling really buzzy, as in buzzy, but also expanded and deeply connected to myself. And what I thought was really interesting was that things can change really quickly. So, for example, the previous Monday, I didn't wake up feeling like that. I actually woke up feeling like I had so much to do and lots of plates to spin. And it just is so interesting how quickly things can turn around when we stay the course. So when we stay the course and we are committed to ourselves, we are committed to our evolution. We are committed to nourishing ourselves from the inside out. You know, we make those conscious choices to get up and really take care of our mind, body and soul. We make those conscious choices about what we are eating about what we are listening to, about who we are surrounding ourselves with, about what we are choosing or not choosing to drink. And something that's been really coming up for me over the last, I would say, oh my goodness, I was going to say actually last few months, but probably if I'm really honest and I'm digging in, It's come up for me the last few years, but only recently has it started to have an impact on how I feel is alcohol. And so I would never, like, I'm 43 years old, right? I never got hangovers, ever. Like, I would be someone who could go out and stay up till 3am and then get up at 8 and do, like, a 45-minute spin class. And like I would never feel hungover where all my friends and my partner would be like in their beds, feeling really rough. Some of them would have fear. Some would be sick. I never, ever had that. And then when I started to go on my journey of deeper exploration and deeper healing, I intuitively felt this kind of like alcohol doesn't really have the same place for for me in my life anymore but I I kind of knew that on a level but I loved like the taste I loved you know wine and champagne and drinking with girlfriends and having a little wine in the house and I just loved it loved it right and what I would say is the last few months what's been really coming up for me in abundance. Like, so since my mum died, since I went to Bali, which by the way, is coming really up close to a year. It's actually going to be a year um, this weekend as you're listening to this. So 
on the 3rd of September, it's going to be a year since my mum passed away, which is such a big, yeah, it's a big sort of thing, right? Because that year has gone in so fast. Um, so I'm going to, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel on that day. I'm actually down at Fern Cotton's Happy Place Festival that whole weekend. So the second and the third, I'm down there delivering um, two um, deep healing meditations to beautiful groups of people, which I think is, you know, a really good thing. But yeah, it's it's a big, big year, but a big sort of big weekend in terms of what may or may not come up for me, but I just need to be open to everything and attached to nothing, I guess. But as I was saying, when I made that trip to Bali and I went on that healing journey, things definitely shifted. I started to feel those ugh, feelings after, you know, having alcohol and things, um, not feeling so good, not feeling so fresh and connected to myself. It was more like, I guess, what people call the fear, like even just after a few drinks, uh, ha at times feeling like quite a low mood. First thing in the morning, waking up thinking, oh gosh, you know what, I don't feel so good after that night. Um, nevertheless, I kind of just ignored it. And whilst I, you know, I, I, I don't drink a lot, um, I just really kept an eye on how it was affecting my mood and how it was affecting my emotions. And yeah, it's a really interesting one because I definitely intuitively um, and, and emotionally feel that I don't have that desire to drink any alcohol. I'm not saying I'm never going to do it. I'm not saying that, but I don't feel that it has the same place in my life as it once did. I have really been tuning into my needs and what my body, mind and soul needs to really thrive in this lifetime. And right now, as I said, I'm not going to say I'm not going to have a, a, an alcoholic drink again because I do love the taste of red wine. I love the taste of rosy wine. Um, I'm just much more conscious and intuitive and trusting around, like, is this a is this a full body yes or is this a, a no? And asking my body, you know, do we, do we want this or do we not want this? Um, and trusting that, and I think that's really only come over time, you know, being able to spend time in my body and ask myself those questions. But I want to say for anyone that is struggling right now with low mood or um, anxious feelings, anxious emotions, stress, like, check in with yourself what are you eating what are you drinking because we know that alcohol and certain foods can have impacts on our our mood right it, it really does 
they say you are what you eat. I, I do believe that. And recently I've been getting so curious around, you know, cyclical living and diet and food and what's being sprayed on our foods. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, right? <laughs> then be like checking everything, checking every label. I don't want to be that way. But I I feel like divine intervention is coming in anyway and it's taken me on this path of starting to inquire much more about what we are putting in our bodies, which then has an impact on our mood, which impacts then how we show up in our life, which then impacts on our relationships with people, our relationships with ourselves, what we are manifesting, good, bad, you know. So if you are struggling right now, really check in and understand that the responsibility comes down to you. Just like it came down to me to say, right, well, I'm in charge, right? I'm in charge of what I'm eating and what I'm drinking. I'm in charge of what I'm watching. I'm in charge of what I'm listening to, what I'm tuning into, which then ultimately ends with the responsibility of who we are being, who you are being. So if you're showing up in a way in your life that feels unfulfilled, start to spend more time in stillness, connecting to your body, connecting to your needs and that ping as I've been calling it recently, that ping, which is your intuition, that is always guiding us, that is always there for us, that is always talking to us. But we often live so much in our heads that we we are so disconnected from the truth, from our intuition. We lose that ability to drop in and connect to our intuition because we spend so much time in our heads and so much time listening to everyone else and believing that everyone else knows what's best for us. Now, there is such great advice out there, right? And I'm giving you advice right now, but what I always say is take what resonates and leave the rest. This is just my view and my map of the world right now. And it can change again because I've really try to program and reprogram myself to be open to everything and attached to nothing. So what I'm saying right now may resonate and will resonate for where I'm at right now, but I have a willingness and an openness to understand and be ready to receive other downloads that come when they come. And then I might change my way of being then everything is changeable so the point here is to listen to ourselves to trust ourselves more I delivered a master class in a community called unity community uh, last week and it was so powerful I talked about the power of intuition and how our intuition is always there for us it's always guiding us but if we don't clear up our shit and we don't spend time in our body and regulating our nervous system and creating enough safety in our body to be able to drop in, to trust 
our intuition, to trust that pain, to trust your gut, then we are always going to be living half a life because we're only working with half of who we are, which is the mind, which is the logical mind. And whilst the logical mind is amazing and it does so many incredible things for us, it's not always right. It will think logically all the time. It will always scout for danger. It will always look for ways to not expand and grow, to keep you in safety. And I don't know why we call it safety because it actually, I, I think it keeps us small. But when we spend time in our body and we create enough safety in our body, we're able to go in and understand on a deeper level what's really going on. And then there's that opportunity to heal, to you know, go to our shadow to work on those parts of ourselves, parts like shame, anger, fear, and be able to work with that part of ourselves. The logical mind will never be able to work with those parts of yourself because it will associate anger, shame, fear with judgment it will judge you for that you know if you've got shame it takes you to the story of why you have that shame and it'll tell you all the reasons why you need to keep that to yourself or you need to block that out or you need to live a different way that is not in your truth that is not authentic to you and it will take you to a place where you can just become attached to people, situations, things where you become programmed and hardwired to live conditionally um, rather than really dropping in to the body and the body and the intuition and the heart centre is where we can really hold all of our dark, all of our shame, all of our anger, all of our pain and heal those parts of ourselves. And when we heal those parts of ourselves, we cultivate an immense level of self-trust. And when we self-trust, we start to live more in our authenticity rather than attachment. And that, for me, is, is true freedom. We start to show up and make those choices of not drinking alcohol, of saying no to things that we maybe used to say yes to of living more in integrity with who we are as opposed to the attachment of being accepted by other people, we're not attached to that anymore. You know, we start to have these beautiful, healthy boundaries and say things like, you know, I'm not going to drink this weekend and be able to cope with the aftermath of people shaming you for it and being like, oh, you're weird. Why are you doing that? That's weird. That's weird. It's not weird. What's weird, right, what is weird is if you allow yourself to betray your truth and self-abandon because you're scared of being judged. For me, that's more weird. But the fear feels so real of being judged by other people. So that is the thing that holds us back. It's the fear of being judged. It feels so big. It's like, what does this mean when you know, people won't invite me out again or people will talk about me or people will judge me. And the only way to really be okay with that, because that's the most important thing, is that you're okay with the choices you make. You can put your stake in the ground and you can stand in your power and be like, 
that's okay that you don't think it's okay. That's okay that you're judging me for this. But, you know, I'm so good with the decision that I made. I'm so good with being in integrity with myself that it doesn't touch the sides. What anyone says or thinks of you, it doesn't touch the sides. And wouldn't it be wonderful to have that? Wouldn't it be wonderful to be able to show up in all of your authenticity and not let what anyone else says about you touch the sides? Ah, I'm still working on that, by the way, but I'm a hell of a lot better than I was six years ago. And I think it is a practice and it's one that we, if we want inner peace, if you want inner peace, if you want to feel true freedom from within, that requires you to do your inner work, to release attachments, to hold every part of your shadow in love, to reparent yourself. That cannot, cannot be done logically. So you cannot think your way out of that. You can't. It's impossible. So it's about if you want that life with inner peace, if you don't want to worry about what people think about you, if you want to stand in your power and your true authenticity and be it and feel free, then do your work. Spend time in your body. Trust your intuition. Don't overwhelm yourself. Take one step at a time and build on it from there. There are so many tools out there for you to work with your nervous system to make sure that your body feels safe for you to go in and do your work. I have recorded episodes on this around nervous system regulation work, working with shadow. You can go back and listen to these. I have like eight or nine seasons on so many Monday Love Punches that are tools that can help you um, do this. And I want to say like, just start. Just start. Um, Do not live another day being out of integrity with yourself, even though you may not know what the future looks like, that's okay. I don't either. How can you possibly know? You can't predict the future. But if you're living in integrity and you're living in truth and living in alignment, then for sure you can't fuck it up. People might not like it, but you can't fuck it up because it's your truth and it's your true path. Ah, it's a journey and it's not always an easy one. And sometimes it feels like dog turd, especially when we are wading through the shit and we are feeling like we are in the trenches. But my goodness, it's not easy, but it is worth it. So if you are a truth seeker and you are seeking inner peace, you got to go in words. The true work is the work that you do in your heart. I hope this episode was helpful. As always, take what resonates and leave the rest. I'm off to Fern Cotton's Happy Place Festival this weekend. I cannot wait. Um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to my episode on Friday that was just out last Friday, with my amazing mentor, Laura Pringle, who I've worked with for nearly six years. 
then get yourself across and listen to this episode. She is amazing and I have learned so much from Laura. She is someone in the space, probably the person in the the space that I am in that I hold in the most regard and with the utmost respect. Um, I talk about it all the time, so it was great to get on the show. Um, If you are in Edinburgh on the 30th of September, you guys, I would love to meet you. I'm having an in-person event, my in-person live event in Edinburgh at Virgin Money in George Street in Edinburgh, 3pm till 5pm, Saturday the 30th of September. The event is called Unblocked. I am going to take you all through an incredible technique to help you unblock to connect you to your intuition and to activate your intuition. And then I'm going to do some hot seat coaching. So if you have something that you want to work with, I will be coaching you or you will have the opportunity to be coached. And if you don't want to be coached, you will witness others being coached. It's going to be a gorgeous space. Tickets are £27. I will drop the link in the show notes. I have some other announcements coming up very soon where I'm bringing back Empowered Women. I'm bringing back Empowered Women. I've been running Empowered Women for three years, but I've had almost nine months off of doing Empowered Women because it's been all things IP, but I am so excited to bring Empowered Women back in October. The doors open on the 1st of September, so they open this week, you guys. There's only six spaces. You will work with me every week for 12 weeks so if you do want a space then get yourself across to at just jill coaching on instagram or email me um jill dash richie at no it's not it's not that's the wrong email address it's hello hello at jill dash richie.com and you can apply to Join me in Empowered Women. Guys, have a gorgeous week. I'm sending you all so much love. Have a beautiful, beautiful week.